Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Indoor Air Quality. I'm your host, Kyle Naffenberger. During today's show, we're going to be discussing ways to improve your indoor air as we are now in the heart of allergy season. Our guest will be Dr. Jennifer Weinberg, preventative and lifestyle medicine physician, an environmental health expert, and author of The Whole Cure and The Simple Pure Whole Wellness Solution. Dr. Weinberg has followed her passion for wellness and healthy living and has developed a comprehensive approach to healing. She was trained at the University of Pennsylvania and Johns Hopkins, and her broad expertise in preventative lifestyle medicine, environmental health, yoga, and health coaching allows her to offer innovative wellness and education programs. And now I would like to welcome our guest, Dr. Jennifer Weinberg, to the show. Dr. Weinberg, thank you. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk about what I think is a really important aspect of health, and I'm honored to be here. Thank you. Could you please tell our listeners how you got into health and wellness and just give us a little bit of your background? Sure. Well, I think I've always been really passionate about addressing improving people's lives in meaningful ways, and I knew I wanted to work with people, and I was also always very interested in the kind of scientific and biological psychology kind of things. So as I went through college, I studied more of the biological psychology and neuroscience side of things, but I also wanted to combine my my passion for yoga and my training as an interdisciplinary yoga instructor, and I appreciated kind of that side of things as well. So I wanted to find a way that I could bring all this together and do work that I really believed in and I really felt was effectively getting at some meaningful improvement in people's lives. So as I entered medical school, I really was interested in the scientific part of it. I found it really intellectually stimulating and I also enjoyed the interaction with patients, but I longed to address things on kind of a more broad and deeper level. So I kind of looked for ways to round out my approach and ended up also doing my master's in bioethics while I was in medical school and getting involved with research and clinical care in resource-limited settings and doing some telemedicine research and global health work. And as I spent time in these places, like in Botswana and Thailand, where the healthcare was less reliant on technology and also really got by and functioned with limited resources, I, I came to appreciate more and more that more humanistic side of healthcare or kind of how healing happens from a comprehensive perspective. And then I went on and did an internship in internal medicine and dedicated myself to completing a residency in preventive medicine because I wanted to further my medical training kind of in this vein of and this approach. And that was a great opportunity. It gave me a chance to complete my master's in public health with a focus on environmental and occupational health as well as nutrition. And through that, I learned a lot more about both kind of assessment and population health as well as healthcare management, but especially appreciating the impact of environmental factors and that type of thing. And I started to integrate techniques and skills that I learned along the way from my yoga training for stress management and that kind of thing and trying to piece all of this together. So now I really combine this, my training and my education and with my expertise in preventive and lifestyle medicine and environmental health and health coaching to try to reach people with what I hope is an innovative approach to education and wellness and, and looking at their whole approach 
so that they have a safer environment, they prevent future disease from developing and really address things from a comprehensive look at, at addressing multiple aspects of their lifestyle and, and bringing them greater balance that way. You mentioned your comprehensive approach in looking at multiple aspects of someone's lifestyle. Could you elaborate on what that means and what that would encompass? Sure. Well, I, I created my Simple Pure Whole Wellness Method, and that, I think, kind of sums up my approach, what I think is a comprehensive approach to healing. I think that there are some really basic aspects of our lives that really influence our health, both in the present moment and in the future. And that's kind of how I approach things. So I think there are um, multiple approaches you take to get people back into balance and to improve their energy and their physical health. And one of the key pillars is, from, from my standpoint and from my experience, is living a non-toxic lifestyle. I appreciate that the human body really does function best when it's aligned with natural rhythms and having fresh air and an environment that's free of artificial influences and chemicals and those kind of things to allow it to do the job that it's designed to do and to keep us healthy. And then I think also preventative care aims to have optimal health for the long term. And I think that involves encouraging daily investments in our health through things like eating a whole clean food diet and nourishing our body cleanly that way and enjoying balanced physical activity and taking time for play and fun and then also nurturing our relationships and communities and then the key component as I mentioned before maintaining this clean non-toxic environment so that everything can flow and that we can live our optimal lives and have optimal health. As you may know that um, May happens to be MCS Awareness Month so what advice or what are some of the simple things or steps that people who are dealing with these challenges can do to help themselves on a day-to-day -day basis? I think that there's some key aspects that people can start with when they're trying to clean up their environment in their home or their workplace and and really just improve their health by decreasing those toxic impacts. So. Um, it depends on their baseline quality and what they're doing, but I think first is cutting back on the toxic inputs that are going into their environment. So choosing non-toxic, natural, simple ways to keep their homes clean instead of introducing more chemicals into their environment with their cleaning products, using simple things like vinegar or baking soda or non-toxic solutions, keeping it simple and basic and not introducing chemicals in that way. And then also looking at the chemicals that inevitably will get into our homes and workplaces anyway, um, just from either outdoor air or off-gassing of our furniture and, and household goods and those type of things. So that's where I really see um, a good quality air filtration system coming in, whether, whether it's incorporated into the HVAC system and, and really approaches in a whole house or using something like the mobile unit that EnviroCleanse uses or provides to target the areas where you're living most or, or your workplace and, and keep that air clean so that you are not bogged down with the symptoms that develop like allergies or asthma or in people who have in, increased sensitivities with like multiple sensitivities, it can really impact their lives in so many ways. and I also see so many of my clients impacted by chemicals 
and allergens leading to things like hormonal imbalances and metabolic problems, autoimmune diseases, and other sensitivities. So I have found that addressing air quality and other aspects of one's environment is really a key component of this comprehensive approach to healing and preventing disease that I try to take with my patients and clients. You make a really great point about air filtration addressing multiple aspects of air quality concerns. There are, of course, a lot of chemicals, pollutants, airborne particulates, and you know this time of the year can be especially challenging for people dealing with allergies and the, the different allergens and pollen that are all over the environment. You know, I see and encounter people dealing with uh, seasonal allergies on a day, daily basis here in Kansas. What are some of the best things for people to do to reduce symptoms or just get through the, you know, the high allergy level points of the year? Yeah, I think that that's also allergens are just a common natural substance that can irritate us. Things like pollen, dust mites, animal dander and molds and they're all around us in our environment, but they can also trigger the immune system to mount a response. And that can lead to things like itchy and watery eyes and runny nose and sneezing. And a lot of people suffer, suffer with it seasonally, like you mentioned, but also year round because we have the molds and things like that in our houses often all the time. So some of the things that I try to approach allergies with is to balance the system and then minimize exposure to to the allergen. So there's things like irritating and inflammatory foods that kind of imbalance the immune system to start with and make us more sensitive. So avoiding processed sugars and artificial colors and that kind of things in our diet. And at the same time, adding in more natural rich antioxidants and natural antihistamines like vitamin C rich food, like red peppers or oranges. Those things can really naturally help calm our allergic response and keep our immune systems more balanced. And um, and then, since a large of our amount of our immune system is in the, around the digestive system in the gut, keeping that kind of balanced with fermented food and keeping a strong microbiome and gut microflora, I think, really helps strengthen people's digestive health and reduce allergies overall. And then on the other kind of pillar of avoiding of reducing allergens is I think avoiding the allergens being in your indoor air to begin with. So incorporating good quality air filtration and, and the things I mentioned for keeping your home safe and cleaning cleanly and not introducing more other chemicals to kind of irritate your nasal passages and those kind of things and make them more sensitive to allergens is key. But removing the spores and pollens from the indoor air, especially when you have pets or you live in near natural areas, making sure that the air cleaner that you're using is able to remove not only these spores, mold spores, pollen from the indoor air, but also chemicals like pesticides and long chemicals that are get into our homes that we track inside and our pets bring inside and that also contribute to allergies and irritation. So I think it's important to make sure that we're looking at all these aspects and, and targeting not just simple kind of particles, but also looking at these VOCs from chemicals and, and molds and those kind of things that are also contributing to allergies and, and to an imbalanced immune system overall. Well, Dr. Weinberg, I really want to thank you for coming on the show today. Uh, could you please let our listeners know where they can learn more about you, your comprehensive approach, and some of the resources that you have available? They're, they're quite extensive. Well, I really appreciate you having me on the podcast today and happy to talk about these issues. And I have a wealth of free resources and other opportunities on my website. And it's 
just jenniferweinbergm.com. And there I also have a blog where I regularly share about a variety of health and wellness topics and allergy-friendly recipes and some natural living strategies, ways to manage stress that are inspired by my stress management book, The Whole Cure, because I think that stress actually also contributes to a lot of our immune reactivity and those things too. So it's one of those pillars that you can address. And then I'm also very active on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, you can find my Simple Pure Whole is my handle, and I'm happy to interact with people there and help them find issue, resources and how they can address their health issues and live an overall healthier and happier life, protect their family and keep their home safe. And one of the things I really do focus on is educating and supporting my clients in making non-toxic choices, detoxifying their homes, and spreading this comprehensive approach to wellness, not only in people's homes, but also with corporate clients and trying to keep all of our environments as safe as they can be so that we can have a healthy, optimal life and live that way into the future as well. That was Dr. Jennifer Weinberg and a little bit from her simple, pure, whole wellness method. She touched upon several of the different types of air pollutants that air purifiers need to be able to address to have a positive impact on personal environment spaces. Pollen and allergens, uh, volatile organic chemicals, cleaning chemicals, outside you know, factors, uh, furniture odors, you know, among many other things. You know, poor indoor air quality represents one of the top public health risks, you know, and that's according to the National Institute of Environmental Health Science. And since the average person spends most of their time indoors, and I think it's listed at like 90%, doing things to positively impact the air quality in your personal environment can provide significant lifestyle benefits. Air purifiers and filtration systems are effective solutions for removing a variety of pollutants from the air. But you really need to research what it is or what it can do for you and does it match what you need to have actually be done. You know, my colleagues and I are often asked about how different technologies such as ionizers, carbon filtration, and biocleanse compare in their abilities to address all these aspects of poor air quality. So let's kind of go over those and I'd like to start with ionizers. Ionizers work by sending charged molecules into the air of your home. They can either be, you know, standalone fan thing, uh, devices or things that are installed into your HVA system. But essentially, they are interacting with the dust particles in the air due to, you know, an electric attraction. These ions uh, either make the pollutants stick to the walls or the various surfaces within your airspace or personal environment or they may try to capture them on an electrically charged uh, plate or collection plate within the unit. So these devices can reduce particulates, but a big drawback is they have no effect on gases and odors. And, you know, in a month like MCS Awareness Month, some of the focus is, of course, on indoor air chemical pollutants. And ionizers just don't really address that. When it also comes to, you know, particulate removal, Ionizers are actually less effective than HEPA filtration. So we kind of have a, a, a device that capture particulates, but it usually is just wanting to stick them to surfaces. So yes, they're out of the air, but they're still in your environment. They, they, they not as effective as HEPA. And the space that a lot of these units can treat is often fairly limited. Additionally, ionizers 
have been known to produce ozone, which frankly can be more problematic for air quality than the particulates it may may remove anyway. So that's kind of a, the, the synopsis on ionizers. Carbon filtration comes in many forms. A lot of times the carbon media is bulk media in air units. Sometimes the carbon media is impregnated into air filters. Carbon has uh, some capabilities to bring in chemicals, but that doesn't have a destructive capability. It doesn't neutralize or break down anything. Some carbon is doped with other chemicals or, or materials to try to make them reactive. So you can have filtration devices carbon filtration devices that are carbon only or they may combine you know HEPA into it but they don't have that ability to break down and neutralize chemicals which ultimately means those chemicals could potentially be re-released or reintroduced back into your environment. That's where the EnviroCleanse technology really takes it up another notch. It, it's a combination technology that utilizes uh, patented uh, materials that are absorptive neutralizers. They actually can bring in, chemically react, and break down chemicals and retain them on their active media. That is combined with HEPA filtration. So you get the particulate removal, the odors, the gases, the VOCs, a whole host of range, a whole the whole host and range of different environmental pollutants that may be in, in your airspace. So those are just three types that I'd like to kind of mention. I think obviously, you know, you want to, if you're going to make an investment in some sort of device in your home, you really want it to be able to address all different aspects, the odors, the chemicals, the particulates, and, and really that's kind of the best way to do that. Well, that's all the time we have for the show today. So thank you for listening. And please remember, if you have any questions, you can submit them through our website, which is envirocleanse.com. And let me spell that for you. That is E-N-V-I-R-O-K-L-E-N-Z.com. Or you can reach us by phone here in, in the United States at 239-330-9650, typically Monday through Fridays, 8 to 5 Eastern. Or you can send us an email to custserve at envirocleanse.com. That is C-U-S-T-S-E-R-V at envirocleanse.com. Thank you, and until next time, I'm Kyle, and this was Let's Talk Indoor Air Quality.